Hello, everyone, and welcome to still another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC. I'm Mike Pursuta, along with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson. We are going through the players available for the upcoming draft at the end of April, position by position. We've got cornerback analysis for you today. And uh, before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that uh, you can catch uh, these and any like programs on all of the Steelers social media platforms but uh guys a uh, lot of receivers and therefore a lot of quarterbacks matt is it uh, really that simple the college game is taking care of what the nfl game needs yeah 100 percent. i mean and these guys are testing extremely well just like the receivers there always seems like there's a wealth of corners coming in the league but boy they go quick and teams covet this position and, and it's pretty obvious why i mean if you don't have three you trust you're doomed and you really should have four. Yeah, I agree. And, and this year's group is, is interesting. Um, a lot of big guys, uh, yeah. bigger type cornerbacks in this year's draft. I mean, a lot of times you see, you know, a lot, a lot of the five ten, one ninety 190 type si- size guys this year, uh, a lot of guys who are six, one, six, two, six, three, even deeper into the draft. And, and as we saw at the combine guys, these guys can all run. Um, I don't know if it was the track, you know, they did replace the uh, the the surface at uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium, but everybody was running in sub four or five this year. Did they replace it with ice? <laughs> right. were, they on, were they on skates? Every position it seemed like that was that was something else. At corner in particular, Dale's point really well well stated. Not just fast, big and fast. Mm-hmm. And you know what's better than fast? Big and fast. So uh, let's get into what's available. Uh, we'll go through our top five as we uh, have been doing position by position. Dale, let's uh, lead it off with you and uh, Kair Elam of Florida. Yeah, he's got some uh, NFL bloodlines, uh, good size. Didn't play quite as well last year as he had previously in his career. But again, 6'1", 191, and then ran a four three nine forty at the combine. I mean, big and fast. What do you, what do you, what's not to like? I mean, you know, so there's a lot here to like, uh, you know, he's a nephew of uh, Matt Elam, who was a safety with the, uh, with the Ravens was a former first round draft pick. Um, you know, Elam's going to be a guy who's, who's very intriguing, uh, you know, depending on where he goes. Is it related to the former great actor, Jack Elam? I don't believe he is. I don't know if you remember him. He was underrated. I thought, uh, anyway, Matt, you're number five, uh, Kyle Gordon. Yeah, I was torn between Elam and Gordon for number five. Um, Gordon was rumored to be just a total freak show in terms of testing. And he was fine. He wasn't amazing. But I heard some track nerds talking about, it doesn't look like Gordon worked (laughs) on his start at all. You know, so he plays fast. Some of the track nerds would know. Yeah, right. You know, the boy, his start needs a lot of work. Like, okay, I believe you. Whatever. Um, he's kind of the other corner at Washington. I'm sure we'll get to his teammate here at some point. He can play inside, outside, solid build, good size. You know, he, he, you know, so there's a lot to like here. I do think he's a very much a plus athlete and we'll, we'll make an impact early. Now, I, I went for the freak show at number five. And uh, we're talking about big and fast. I give you Tariq Woolen. No. University of Texas at San Antonio, six foot four, 205 pounds, 4.26 in the 40. I am here to tell you, I have not seen this kid play a snap of football, but did I mention <laughs> six foot four, 205 pounds, 
4.26. He's a former wide receiver. Um, teach him how to play corner. He's six foot four, two hundred five pounds. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. He runs a four point two six forty. I, I knew he was going to be fast, Mike, because they had those mile per hour trackers on on those guys at the Senior Bowl, yeah. and he ran like twenty three miles an hour. Twenty two point four five. Who's counting? Uh, yeah, but who's counting? Uh, and so, I mean, that kind of you know, you, then you start watching him a little bit, and you go like, oh, okay, there's some there's some traits there. You do worry about the. You know, when you get that big, I mean, that's just extreme size. You worry about some of the change of directions and stuff, but I don't know if anybody's going to outrun him down the sideline and then be able to catch the ball over top of him because of that length. Yeah, yeah. For number four, we all took Andrew Booth of Clemson. Uh, Matt, we'll let you speak for the group here since we're unanimous, but uh, I really like this kid's physicality, among other things. Yeah, 100%. And. Because of the school he's at, you know, he, he wasn't a three-year starter or whatever. He kind of took over this year um, and, and it's somewhat of a work in progress. But he is a, a piece of clay that is very moldable. I mean, he's six foot. He's almost 200 pounds, very long. He's fine in zone, but he's the type of guy you want in press man, cor- you know, as in press man coverage, which is what every team's after right now. I, I think a, a defensive back coach would just love to get a hold of Booth. And uh, follow this under great minds, think alike. We're also uh, unanimous in our number three cornerback prospect. That, that would be the aforementioned uh, Trent McDuffie from Washington. Dale, how did uh, Washington lose a game this year? Pretty good apparently, secondary. Apparently yeah. people could run all over them, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> because the cornerbacks were both, are both like, they, they'll be gone by the middle of the second round. Both yeah. of them. You know, so. I would assume it was difficult to throw the football on them. Uh, McDuffie's a three-year starter at Washington, uh, ran a four-four-four forty at the combine. So you got the, you know, you've got the everything that you want there. He allowed sixteen receptions in eleven games this past season. Wow. Sixteen in eleven games. I mean, it's just uh, nobody threw at him, and when they did, they had a tough t- tough time completing it. Uh, and that was with, you know, two NFL cornerbacks on the field. So lots of like there. He, he's not quite as big as the other guys. He's 5'11", 193, but that's more than big enough. Yeah. Real quick on McDuffie, he's a nasty old guy, man. I mean, he kind of has some of that Mike Hilton edge to him, but bigger and more athletic. They blitz him out of the slot a lot. I mean, he's a very aggressive tackler. I mean, he, he brings a little, you know, nastiness to him. Yeah, and he's like Mike Hilton, smart enough that you can move him around, and he'll no, yeah, yeah, he'll make. Well, the he right could definitely play. play the slot, yeah, right away. Yeah, little uh, side note since uh, we just mentioned two uh, Washington guys, at least Matt did. Uh, Husky Stadium, outstanding place to catch a college football game. Uh, yeah. I actually saw the Steelers play out there Seahawks, when they were yeah. when they were repairing the Kingdome in the nineties. But uh, what what an environment for college football! Not only do you get to see great corners, but it's right on the water and uh, Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier in the distance, you know. <laughs> you're, you're the kind of person that likes to travel around and see different things. Check that out. Anyway, I digress. Number two, uh, we've, uh, we're all in agreement on two and one, but uh, I've got it in a little bit of a different order than you guys do. Uh, I took Amon Gardner from Cincinnati as my number two. Matt and Dale have uh, decided that uh, Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU is uh, the number two prospect available. Um, I don't dislike uh, Gardner. I just like Stingley better. Uh, Matt, why did uh, Stingley come up too on your list? Yeah, I think Stingley has a chance to be the best corner in the league. I mean, or, and clearly the best corner in this class. 
And I probably dinged him a little because he's been out of sight, out of mind a little. You know, I mean, he may go Fair to enough. LSU's pro day and just be unbelievable. And they had issues at LSU this past year, but he really hasn't been a phenomenal player with phenomenal tape since him and Joe Burrow were winning national championships, which was a couple of years ago when he was just an utterly dominant 19 year old player. Um, I think you're kind of splitting hairs, but it's just Gardner's done more good stuff recently. You know, um, you mentioned the LSU days and during the combine, they threw up some tape from LSU practices back in the day. And it was, uh, Stingley against Jamar Chase, and Stingley mm. was more than holding his own. Yeah, and I saw yeah. that, and I said, you know what? I don't care what the last two years. If he if he gets over to Liz Frank surgery and everything checks out on pro day, that's my guy. Because uh, Jamar Chase has gone on to be a pretty good receiver in the NFL, and Stingley was covering him three years ago. Real yeah, quick, like, St- Stingley, I, I apologize, but he has right. some of that. Dion Revis arrogance slash baiting quarterbacks, you know, maybe I don't love tackling so much, you know, but you know, th- those rare corners that just know they're great. Yeah. And you look at him. I mean, he doesn't turn 21 until June. Um, <laughs> so you're still getting a 20 year old player. Who's not a ton of experience there, but the experience that he had again in, in, in 2019, he was their best guy, maybe in their whole defense that yeah. season it just has he just hasn't shown to be that guy the last two seasons largely because of the Liz Frank injury last year yeah it's a you know it's not an insignificant uh, track that he's been on but you get that guy right and uh, you're not going to find a better one Dale let's uh, stick with you uh, to wrap it up uh, and talk about uh, sauce Gardner from Cincinnati by the way in our write-up I refuse to call him sauce <laughs> uh, you can't have a nickname till you get in the league yeah, you can I, I, if, if if your peewee coach gave it to you, which is what happened with Sauce Gardner. I mean, so it's not like it's this isn't this isn't a situation where he gave himself the nickname. This is not well, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. You know, <laughs> it, it, you've been in the league for twenty five years, and then all of a sudden you you change your name to Jack Rabbit. Um, this is a you know he's it's a he's a good football player, six three, one ninety, uh, just everything that you want in terms of size. Nine career interceptions in thirty three games. Uh, 6.6 yards of catch last season. Never allowed a touch in, in, in 1,059 snaps in college coverage. Did not allow a touchdown. Let that sink in. In his co- entire college career, he did not allow a touchdown. I don't care if he's playing our sisters of, of the poor. Um, this guy's really good. He is. And to your point there, Dale, I mean, didn't have the, the, the greatest level of competition, but it became pretty clear that every opponent that Cincinnati faced said, why on earth would I throw at him? And they threw at another guy who's going to be drafted, Kobe Bryant, who's spelled a little different, but named after the, the basketball star. And that wasn't necessarily a smart move either, but that's how much they feared Gardner. Yeah. Bryant won the uh, Jim Thorpe award as, mm-hmm. award as the top defensive back, but I think uh, Gardner is the guy uh, who's going to go first among those two and maybe amongst uh, all the cornerbacks we shall see. That's going to do it for our analysis of the cornerback position. I want to remind everybody that you can catch uh, all of these types of programs on all of the Steelers' social media platforms. Uh, Thank you for finding us this time, however, and wherever you found us. We're going to do it again real soon. Until then, for Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Persuda. This has been the NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC.